Welcome to the You Need More Money podcast. I'm your host, Matt Monero, where I come to you from my studio in Dallas, Texas, each and every week. In fact, three times a week on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Today is a riff episode to talk about all the false bullshit that I was told before I started my business. In fact, to be honest with you, even in my life, what was I told? All the bullshit that I was told <clears throat> in my life. I'm just going to write them down. I've written them down. I'm just going to go through them with you and see how many of these actually resonate with you. One of the things that I was told by this mentor that I had early on in my career was when it comes to business was stay small. Getting big is just more headaches. You don't want a big business. You want to stay small. Can you imagine that bullshit? How stupid that is? Dude, if you want to grow a big business, you need people. If you want to make more money, you need scale. There's no glory in being a one-man or one-woman business anymore, y'all. Very rarely does it pay the bills. Now, I did have a guest on the podcast recently who just wrote a book, um, One Million by One Person. And she talks about some examples of it. Dude, it happens. But it doesn't happen often. The reality of business is if you want to grow your business, you need people. You need to get big. Staying small because big equals more headaches is not a reflection of the truth. It's really a reflection of that person's inability to grow a big business. It was bad advice. Don't buy into that bullshit. Number two, employees are not to be trusted. God, did I waste so much time thinking this bullshit. I was told by that by a guy who owned a grocery store, a little sort of, you know, mom and pop kind of grocery store. The guy worked 80 hours a week. He worked six, seven days a week. He stood on his feet for 50 years working the register because he couldn't trust anybody to work the register. So guess who had to work the register? He had to work the register all day long. It's so dumb. The only way you get a big business is by trusting employees. By creating expectations and objectives and clear-cut roadmaps of what they're capable of doing so that they can go ahead and execute for the benefit of the organization. Here's something I heard when I was a kid. You're not a good student. Dude, I wasn't a good student because I didn't like the material I was being taught. The stuff that I was being studented. Billy, is that a word, studented? (laughs) The stuff that I was being taught, algebra, calculus, whatever else I was being taught, I didn't give a shit about. That's why I wasn't a good student. I didn't care about the material. I'm a great student if I give a damn and I care about the material. I'm a really good student. I'll never forget I was in college. As some of you know, I went to Johnson & Wales University in Providence, Rhode Island. It's a cooking school. And... um, And I hated school. I mean, I was a terrible student. I, I, in fact, I recently found the report cards. I'm going to post the report cards for people to see literally what my grades in middle school and college were. I was a C and D student, period. Mostly a D student. Except in college, for one trimester, we had to do uh, an internship, a real-life internship. And um, in that internship, we had to work in the hotels and we had to work in the restaurants. In essence, we had to go get a job and... That was how we got graded. How did we do in the real world working? I got an A 
in that class. It was the only A I ever received in my entire life. No bullshit. I never received an A except for the class I, the trimester I took in college in which it was an internship and we worked in real life and I got an A and I was like, get me the hell out of this place. Dude, that's the A I was looking for, man. The A in real life. Count me in. Here's something my mother told me all the time. We can't afford that. Man, those are dangerous words, man. You don't want to say that stuff. You don't want to say we can't afford that. That statement is so defeating. Nobody feels good after hearing or saying that. The kid doesn't feel good. I want this toy. Oh, we can't afford that. The parent doesn't feel good saying it to the kid. Just remove that bullshit from their vocabulary. Here's something my old man used to say all the time. Be careful. Don't get hurt. Be careful. Not good advice, man. I mean, we don't want to get hurt, but man, we got to do stuff. That might get you hurt. Jump off the damn bridge. If the water's deep enough, go jump. Here's one. I'll never forget this guy telling me. It was at one of the hotels that I worked in. I was probably 21 or 22 years old. And I was down in the gym working out. This guy would stay at the hotel all the time. He worked for, he was like a colonel in the military. And now after he was out of the military, he was doing consultancy work. This is outside of Washington, D.C. where a lot of people in D.C. work for the government or for the military. And he would stay at the hotel that I was working at. And uh, his big secret to life, always live below your means. All right. Boy, I bought that bullshit hook, line, and sinker. It's why I live in the house that I live in right now. I literally could live in a house four times nicer than the house I live in. But I was so afraid when I bought this house 15 years ago. Man, what happens if something goes wrong in a business, man? We got to be able to live below our means, baby. We got to just, this is how we got to hold on. We got to make sure we can afford it. It was bullshit. I should have bought the big fancy house that's gone up 100% in value in the last 12 years instead of my house. The only reason my house has gone up in value is because I added on to it. Here's one. My old man used to say this. Don't speak, just listen. All right. Another one. You must be a hard worker. Dude, you don't have to be a hard worker. There's a lot of people that make easy money. A lot of people make easy money. Now, I am a hard worker, and I would say most people don't work hard enough, and they don't grind, and they don't have enough grit. But it doesn't mean you have to be the hardest working person in the organization. At some point, you have to elevate to being the hardest thinker in the organization, not necessarily the hardest worker. Here's one that we've heard a thousand times. All debt is bad. Dude, that is totally incorrect. If you can buy a piece of property for a million dollars and the property cash flows greater than the debt service against the property to own it, that debt isn't bad. So the idea of all debt is bad is stupid. It's not true. It's totally incorrect. My old man used to say this all the time. Don't talk about money. No, 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 Pop, you don't want to talk about money. I'm not afraid to talk about money. You're the one who doesn't want to talk about money. I'm good with it. It's bad info to not talk about money, man. You want to talk about money. The richest people I know love talking about money. They are not afraid of the topic. We got to get past that point of our fear of talking about money to ever be able to understand it, use it, leverage it, and get it. I wrote these down too before the podcast. Here's what I never heard growing up. 
Network with people ahead of you. No one ever taught me that lesson, literally. I never learned that lesson. No one told me about networking and the importance of relationships and playing up, not playing down. My old man never taught me that. My mother never taught me that. A coach never told me that. My friend's parents never told me that. Nobody ever told me that. Dude, that's the freaking secret. Who the fuck do you know? So you can call in favors and ask advice and have them bring deals and laugh with them and bring them over to dinner and they crack jokes and you have a good time for God's sakes. Network with people. Here's another one I never learned ever. Learn to earn. No one told me that learning to earn matters. So I was always so terrified of, well, well, I guess I'm not going to have anything left over. I'm not going to have left. I didn't understand that you just go into the marketplace and make more and take more. Yes, give more. As my new friend Bob Berg said on, yesterday, on today's podcast that launched today, the author of the book, The Go-Giver, right? He says, lead with giving and you will be able to get. It's true. But for most of my life, I was a taker. But I knew how to earn. No one taught me that. Learn to earn. Here's one that I never heard. Use money to make money. I never was told that. In my entire life, no one ever told me that money is a tool to be used to make more money. I actually thought money was a resource that was to be used up. I never understood that you can give that and get more. I never understood that because nobody told me. Here's one I was never told before. It's okay to trust others. In fact, I look back and I believe that most of my upbringing and even my early days of business, I was told not to trust people. My mother told me not to trust anybody. Why? Because she got divorced three times. My old man told me not to trust anybody. Why? Because he got fucked by his partner. Don't trust anybody. One hand works the register. Guys, it's so silly. You have to be trusting of yourself and your instincts and your research and analysis and then trust others. You need others. Here's the last thing. Nobody ever told me I needed more money. No one said, dude, you ain't making enough money. I just did a mentoring call with a guy today who was making $30,000 a year. The first thing I said to him was, take a guess. Dude, you need more money. That's your problem. You need more money, my brother. You got to go get some money, dude. You can't live on 30000 bucks. That's the first thing you need to do. You know what I told him to do? Quit your job today. Go put yourself in a bind. Draw the line in the sand. You're worth more than $30,000. Now go out and make it. All right, y'all. Those, that's the false information that has affected my life. And it's also the stuff that I never heard before. I appreciate everybody. If you haven't had a chance to get your hands on the You Need More Money book, go buy it. It's the best $20 you can spend. If you don't get $20 worth of benefit out of You Need More Money, the only thing it tells me is you didn't read the damn book. It's on the first doggone page, and I'm grateful for everybody who has read it, who's left reviews. Do me a favor, leave a review of the podcast as well. Get your hands on You Need More Money. It's on Audible and Amazon, and I will see you all down the road. That's our episode this week with your host, Matt Monero. Check us out every Friday at 12 p.m. Central as we discuss money, your life, and how you need more money.